Hey, it's Michael Schneider from Mobile Roadie, and you're listening to the Jazz Spotlight with Jan Elonga. Episode 45. Welcome to the Jazz Spotlight, the podcast that gives you the insight and tools you need to be in the music industry today. Artists, authors, and top music industry experts give you actionable tips that will help you promote yourself the smart way. Here's your host, Jan Ilunga. Hey, what's up everyone? Yanni Lunga here from thejazzpotlet.com for the 45th episode of the Jazz Potlet podcast. Another great episode and I want to dive right into it because there is so much great stuff here, so much value for you and I can't wait for you to listen to the great tips our guest shares with us today. Just a quick note before that, I want to give a couple of shout outs like every episode. I want to thank the people that takes the time to pay forward to help the podcast and leave reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. So today I'd like to thank Eddie MVR and Sonia Sanjay. Eddie, Sonia, thank you so much for your reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Okay, so you're ready for this episode. I just want to tell you a couple of things because you may be listening to the podcast actually from a smartphone or even if you're not, you probably have a smartphone or maybe you also have a tablet device and It's not news. You probably know that the use of mobile devices, smartphone, tablets is increasing, which means that more and more people are actually using the internet, listening to music, doing stuff from their phones. So that's what we're going to talk about today, because have you ever thought about what that actually means for you in terms of promoting your music, monetizing your music or promoting your music venue or festivals, depending on the things you are doing. Okay, well, if you've ever thought about that and you've wondered about having an app, you're in the right place because that's what we're going to talk about today, how to build a killer app. So whether you want to promote your band or your new club or festival, no matter what you're doing, you're going to find plenty of great tips here. And obviously, I'm sure that now that you hear me talking about apps, you're like, well, but Jan, I don't have the skills or I don't have the money. And those are great doubts. And it's right that you're thinking about those. But I'm pretty sure that after listening to this episode, you're probably going to change your mind and you're going to start building your own app. And it's going to be amazing. I'm sure you're going to love it. And my guest today here is the co-founder and CEO of Mobile Roadie, Michael Schneider. And Mobile Roadie, it's it's a service, a platform that lets you build an app, build and customize your own app without the need of knowing actually any programming skill. And just to give you a couple of names of of artists or brand companies that have used Mobile Roadie to build their own apps, there is people like The Rolling Stones, Adele, the Dallas Mavericks, the NBA team, and even Berkeley Online. So plenty of great people and and brands and companies and and sports team are, are using Mobile Roadie to build their app. Like always, you find all the links to the things Michael and I talk about here at thejetspotlight.com slash episode 45. Here is how to build a killer app with Michael Schneider of Mobile Roadie. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. How is it going? Are you ready for another great episode? And if you're ready, stay tuned because it's going to be really exciting. 
Today we're going to talk about something that can really make you stand out from the crowd, stand out from the competition, because we're going to talk about apps, and we're going to talk about apps that you can build for your band. And, you know, when I'm looking for guests, in this case, I always look for the very best. And it's not easy, but I found a very great guest who's going to tell us more about the things we should think about when we want to develop an app for our, for our band. And he's also going to tell us about this company that serves customers like Hollywood movies, like Spider-Man, Adele, NFL, NBA, TED, Harley Davidson. These are only some of the companies and, and people who have used mobile Rody to build apps for their iPhones or Android or iPad. It's with great pleasure that I welcome Mobile Rody CEO, Michael Schneider. Hey, Michael, how's it going? It's going great. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure, Michael. It's my pleasure. I know that you're in, in sunny LA. Michael and I were, were talking before the podcast and it's really the opposite. There in LA, it's really nice weather, sunny. Here in Northern Europe, it's a bit darker, but I'm sure that we're going to have so much fun. So, Michael, tell us a little bit more about Mobile Rody. When did the company start and what is the that the company can do for artists and people in the music industry? Sure. So Mobile Roadie started in 2009 and the idea was very simple. I was running an agency. We were building a lot of custom iPhone apps. This is about six months after the App Store launched itself. Mm -hmm. And it was two things really struck us. It was very expensive to build an app. Um, at the time, it was $100,000 plus to build an app. And it was very time consuming. It would take three, four, five, six months to launch an app. And mobile is very unique compared to the web or any other medium in the sense that it moves very, very quickly. And so actually, if you take six months to launch your app, while your idea may be very good and your execution may be very good, six months is like six years in mobile. Mm -hmm. So it didn't make sense to us, um, the, either the time it took to get to market or the price that people had to pay. So the idea was a very simple one. Um, why don't we democratize it? Why don't we bring the cost way down and the time to market way down? So cost instead of $100,000 plus down below $1,000. And time to market instead of six months, uh, you could literally finish your app the same day. So dramatic cost and time savings. And, and that's what we did. And we've continued to iterate on that over the last five years. And so it's a very simple idea. Anybody should be able to make their own app. The app should look and feel very custom and unique and should be beautiful and really tailored to the audience. And there's no reason to build everything from scratch and kind of reinvent the wheel because most successful apps have very similar successful features in them. And so we've basically taken the most needed features and done them in a way we think is the best and provided that to people to use themselves. Mm -hmm. that, you know, that, that's, it's a great story. And guys, if you go to mobilerody.com, you can see what Michael and I are talking about. And we're going to talk about some features apps should have and so forth. But before we go more into into that, I want to ask you this, because some musicians are maybe listening to, to you and I right now and are thinking, mm, OK, but why do I really need an app? So what would you say to those people that are not sure whether they should build an app or not? Well, I think they should ask themselves why they want an app. 
to have an app just to have an app is is really pointless. Just like to have a website, just to have a website is pointless. It's all about what you do with the app. And so if if you're a musician and you've got a really passionate fan base, I don't even care if it's a hundred fans and that's it. It's a, it can be a small fan base, but if you've got a passionate fan base and you've got the will and desire and energy to invest in, in building that fan base on mobile, an app can be a really interesting thing to do. Um, the app can really delight fans in very unique ways that only an app can do. For example, um, if you're playing a gig, uh, the app can automatically, if you geofence the gig, that's, um, that's just drawing an imaginary line around it in our system, takes about 30 seconds. Uh, you can, you can greet your fans as they walk into your gig. You can play them a special video message. You can offer them a free t-shirt. You can, you can give them a place for them to, they can talk to each other. So it can be a fan uh, enhancement mechanism to have an app and and bring your bring you and the fans closer. Mm-hmm. I I really like this idea of you know tool to enhance the the fan base and engage the fan base more. So it's it's something that you guys should definitely think about. And you know as Michael said, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. You don't need any particular programming skill with with tools like Mobile Roddy. Am I correct? You need no programming skill. That's absolutely correct. So uh, my mother can make an app <laughs> using Mobile Roadie. Um, it's designed for anybody that is comfortable browsing the web. That's maybe the skill that you need. So if you can browse the web, you can make an app. Okay. And that's actually, I was about to ask you. So if people are listening to us and they're asking themselves, what do I need to build my app with Mobile Roadie? What do they need? Um, they, they need a, a computer. Uh, they should have a smartphone, either an iPhone or an Android. So as they build, they can see what they're building and make sure it looks good and test it. And the most important thing I would say is they need to have the desire to maintain it and improve on it long term. So Mobile Roadie will take care of everything technical. You don't need any code. We'll get it into the App Store and Google Play for you. And so you don't need to worry about any of that. And as Apple and Google improve their own products and release new hardware and new software, we will automatically improve your app. So you really don't have to think about it. What you do have to think about is how are you going to make your app successful? Mm-hmm. Let me give you a few examples. Let's say that um, you you put up um, an iPhone with Ustream or Livestream or some other video service, and you tell your fans, if you have my app, we're going to let you watch us record our next album live in the studio, as an example. That, that is a huge benefit to fans. That's a reason for them to download the app and get excited and keep opening it and seeing what's going on. Um, another popular one is we're going to debut our single or our music video first in the app for a week, and then we're going to put it everywhere else. So it's not that you have to create, you know, we don't, we're realistic. We don't expect musicians to create special content for the app, although that would be great, but <laughs> they have limited time. But you can you can still give exclusives just by putting it first there and then putting it in other places after that. Mm-hmm. Those those are actually I think those are very great tips and to think about how you can leverage the app to, you know, to as Michael said earlier, to enhance the fan base, but also to use special things to attract your fans and you know, turn them into users. And when someone thinks about apps as, as a user point of view, 
usually there is that the dualism between free app or you know premium app where one has to pay something for the app in your experience what what is the what is the trend in in mobile roadie that you, your customers go for do they go more for the a free app or do they create premium apps look the truth is that nobody is going to pay for the app that's just the truth um the app should absolutely be free now just because the app is free doesn't mean you shouldn't make money from it mm-hmm. but but it is uh crazy in 2014 to charge somebody to go into a shopping mall yeah it's really crazy so what makes a lot more sense is to give the app for free use it as a tool especially if you're a younger artist that's just coming up maybe your fan base isn't so large yet maybe you're not going to fill up the O2 in London but but you can still have a great offering and use the app to build up the fan base to the point where your popularity allows you to really start selling merchandise or really start selling tickets or or which are by the way two of the primary ways artists make money these days um so i would definitely not charge for it up front i would use it as a tool to build your fan base enhance your fan base and i think in the long term you have to have a long view this isn't going to be overnight success you make an app and in 3 months you're going to go from a nobody to being on top of the billboard 100 i mean it's like everything else it's just part of everything you're doing but i think if you take a long term view of it you can absolutely make money and it can definitely enhance your career and earlier when you you made the example of that you when you have a gig you can greet your fans i think that one of the great things about mobile rody is that the app that you create with mobile rody also integrates with with services like for example bands in town or soundkick eventbrite so that you can you can really you know leverage those at the best and obviously you know michael people have different desires different needs different goals for for having an app but in terms of features what are the features you think every uh, app of a band of of a singer songwriter should have Well the content is very important and I would add the list you just said is good I would also add SoundCloud mm-hmm. as a very important integration we have but the content is very important so again we know people are busy they're probably already maintaining a YouTube channel they have a SoundCloud account they have a Twitter account they have an Instagram account they have or they already have all these things so the app serves two purposes one is to aggregate all of that stuff so they don't have to do any extra work. They post a tweet automatically, it goes into the app. They post a picture on Instagram, it goes into the photo gallery of the app. They upload a new track to SoundCloud, it goes into the music player, etc. So, so that's one one phase of the app to to aggregate. The second, which is unique to the app, is to build a community of fans that can talk to each other. Most fans are not going to go to your website and hang out and chat. But actually across our system we see fans every day uh going inside uh, an artist app and chatting and the only thing they have in common to begin with is that they're all fans of the same artist it bonds people. So we find that very interesting. And then the last thing I would say is location. Um if you're not touring location becomes perhaps a little less important. But location is used in multiple ways in the app. Number one is fans can see where they are relative to other fans. So that that's exciting and they can see the fans let's say you mentioned Adele at the beginning so let's say you're in the Adele app there's actually a map in her app and you can see down to even the city block where other fans are near you and you can chat with them so that's kind of fun and then the the other example I'll give is um geofencing as I already mentioned with the gig example 
and push notifications. Um, if you're an artist building a fan base and let's say you want to do a secret show, you can actually, using our system, uh, draw a circle around wherever you're going to be. You can draw a reasonable distance that people might travel. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know, 30 kilometers or something like that. And then uh, you can send a message. There's going to be a secret show tonight. Here's the address. Hope you can make it. Something like that. And, and so you can really use location in ways that you can't do with any other medium. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds really interesting listening to, to the great things one can do with an app with mobile Roddy. And for you guys that are listening to Michael and I, if you're listening from a from a tablet or a computer, while you listen to, to us, make make sure to check out mobilerody.com slash tour where you get an overview of, of some of the great things that apps built with mobile Roddy can do. And I really like this this idea of not only helping artists growing the fan base, but also making the fan base you know, more kind of interact with one another. I, I love the idea also, the last thing you mentioned about the gigs that you can you can send push notification to to people in a specific area, in a specific radius. I think it's amazing. I think it's really amazing. I don't know how you how you guys <laughs> pull that off, but it, it's really great. So in, in terms in terms of, of, of features, we mentioned a couple of things. What are other features you think every band should have in its app? Well, I think those are definitely the important ones. Um, we've got some, some fun ones too that, uh, that add to it. For example, we have a photo card feature. And so the photo card feature allows you to take a picture with the artist or with the band. And it's virtual, of course. And then you can share it to Facebook and share it to Twitter. You can make it your background. Um, that's another really fun feature that is very unique to an app. Um, to use your camera on your mobile device and fans have a lot of fun with it. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. And and from the from the perspective of, for example, music venues or festivals that are thinking of implementing an app, do you think there are additional features that they should think about or are pretty much the same as we have discussed right now? Um, no, th- there's definitely some unique things to festivals. We have quite a few festivals and events on the system especially at a big festival or event, there's usually a lot going on. If you take a very big festival, like let's take Coachella, there could be multiple stages um, very far away from each other. And so you kind of have to plan. So there's two things, uh, three things really the app can offer. Uh, one is a map. So you can actually see, you know, if you just look in Google Maps, you're just going to see a field, for example, in Coachella's case. But um, if you if you use our interactive map feature, you actually see a drawing that's overlaid on top of Google Maps, and it's it's true north, and it's and it's it's designed to be completely uh, authentic to the latitude and longitude. So, in other words, when you're there, you can easily get around using the application, mm-hmm. which a gets rid of paper maps that you lose anyway. B, if there's any changes, they can easily update it. So getting around is useful. Um, and then also building your schedule. So the app can have the schedule of the gig. It can have um, the multiple stages or multiple rooms or multiple venues. And then fans can actually create their own schedule. We have a My Events feature. So they can they can plan out their day and their night and figure out where they're going. That's that's great. And, and I want to ask you quickly about that. You have uh, different options for people that want to start to use mobile Roddy. And you, you can use the do-it-yourself plan, the core one, or you can use the, the pro plan where you get actually help from, from your people. And when people uh, 
choose one plan or the other. In terms of of content, what content should they have when you know when when is the right time to say okay, I want to have I want to have a, a an app, I want to build my own app. In terms of content, what is it that they should have? They should have obviously some pictures, what else? Well, I think it's more about the quality of content than the quantity of content. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, sure. Um You know, you should probably have more than one picture or two. Um, but, uh, but again, if, if the pictures are super compelling, you don't need to have a hundred pictures. Same with video. Um, if, if you're passionate about the band, even if there's only one video, but the video is a live stream of the band in the studio recording, that's super exciting. So I don't care that there's only one. I really, really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I think it's more about quality than quantity. Um, and I also think, and I'm going to keep reemphasizing, you need to have the will to make the time, to make the effort, to make the app successful. Again, just having an app, even with great content, is not enough because you need to give back to the community. You need to go in there every now and then and talk to them. You need to update the content every now and then. You need to send them some exclusives or say hello through a push every now and then. So there's things you need to do to make the app successful long-term, even beyond just the initial content. Yeah, I, I totally get it. And, you know, in terms of, of uh, building an audience or growing an audience, you mentioned some things and some of the great things an app can do for uh, musicians and people in the music industry. And if you if you think about some of your customers that have used Mobile Roadie to build their own apps, is there something that you've seen that has been particularly successful that the listeners can maybe implement themselves? Is there something that comes to mind? Well, one thing that comes to mind, but you're only going to be able to do this when you've achieved a certain level of success, is in the Rolling Stones app that we did, um, or I should say that was done on our system, they did something very smart. They took the tour sponsor, which was Citibank, and they actually made they gave them their own section. And they gave them, they sponsored a photo gallery and they were able to send some messages. And so they actually used the app um, both to benefit fans because a lot of that stuff was very interesting, but also as an upsell to sponsors. So once you get to a certain point, you can actually package the app up quite easily. Sponsors really like being in stuff like this and sell it to a brand. Um, it could be a clothing line you're involved in, a, a beverage, you know, whatever it is. So I thought that was very intelligent. You know, and other things, it doesn't have to be that fancy. I mean, the, the basic things that I've mentioned, welcoming fans when they walk into a gig, it's, it's a magical experience. You know, like people are spending their money and spending their time to go see you. It's a really nice feeling to walk in. And as soon as you walk into the gig, only because you've walked in, your phone knows where it is. You get a message from the artist via their app thanking you for being there. Maybe it's a video message. I mean, that's a really really powerful thing. So it doesn't have to be fancy to be very successful. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And it's it's very interesting that also the, the sponsored aspect of, of the of your point, the less things you've talked about, because that's another another way of monetizing. You mentioned earlier, for example, selling merchandise, tickets, and this is another way to, to leverage sponsors to be on in the app and it's another great way to make money as a musician or people in the music industry. And now we have talked about apps in the in the mobile roadie scope, but obviously there are other ways to to make apps, or there are some people that would prefer to outsource the complete uh, process, even though you can kind of do that with the 
with the pro option with mobile Rodi. So if if some of the listeners are thinking to you know to hire uh, a developer, a freelance developer to build their app, what do you think musicians should think about or keep in mind before hiring a developer? Obviously, you know everyone is different, but do you have a couple of tips for musicians who are thinking about outsourcing the process? Well, my first tip is don't do it <laughs> because because uh, there's no reason to hire a developer. Whether you use Mobile Roadie or the hundred other solutions out there, there's no reason an independent musician or even a very successful musician should hire a developer. It makes no sense in today's age. Um, you know, there was a moment in time, if anyone remembers IMT Pain back in 2010, that took over the world for a minute and everybody was talking about it, but that only worked once. Uh, you can't put I am and then put your name and, and have the same level of success. The app world has changed. So I would absolutely not hire a developer. I would not hire an agency. I would not build it from scratch. There is no reason to do it today. And you should choose a platform, whether it's Mobile Roadie or another one, and either do it yourself or if you want to, if you want to spend a little bit of money outsourcing, you could hire somebody to do it on a platform. But no matter what, I would not do it from scratch. Okay, that sounds like a great advice. And you know, guys, that you've been listening to us, I hope that helps you choose to get your hands dirty. It, as, even though, as Michael said, you don't need any particular skill, which is which is great. There are great services like Mobile Rodi that can help you build an app that works on smartphones, on Android, on, on tablets. It's great. And in terms of uh, implementing an app as a part of a of a marketing strategy and as part of a of a system. How do you think uh, musicians can kind of integrate an app, you know, with their website and social media promotion? How how do you think uh, having an app is the piece of the of the puzzle here? So the, it's symbiotic. They can work together. So on the website, you should use the website to promote the app. For example, we have a, a one-line JavaScript that you can put on the website. It takes about 30 seconds. And that will suggest to your mobile visitors that they download your app. And it will, it will suggest it differently depending on their, their, if on iPhone or Android. So, um, that, that's sort of app 101. And that will allow you to actually get quite a few downloads because today, um, depending on your website and your audience, it could be up to 50% or even more of their traffic's from mobile. Mm -hmm. So that's a great way to get downloads. Uh, conversely, the app, can have a lot of the important content that's on the website, and that, that can also come from the other third-party sources we've talked about. So uh, the short version is the website can promote the app, and the app can have a lot of the same content as the website while still having the unique features that make an app interesting. Okay. That, uh, sorry, quickly off the record. I ask you one more question, and then we, we wrap it up. I hope it's okay for you. Yeah, that's actually... It's very good advice. And so if I understood correctly, it's like it happens often. If we are visiting a website with a, let's say with an iPhone that we get the option that the website also has a, an app version so that we can download that. And it's like you said, it's a great way to in, invite people to, to actually download the app. And especially if the app is free, why not to download it? It's great. And we have talked about kind of the, building phase, the creation phase, what people should think about, what the features should be. And let's talk for a moment about the launch. So once the app is ready, the app is ready to go, what what do you think? It's a 
or have you seen any good strategy that some of your customers have used to launch their app and promote their app? Yes. So I'll tell you what not to do. Don't don't uh, launch it and just expect it to work. You need to put work into it. Mm-hmm. Um, the JavaScript that I just mentioned for putting it on your website and getting the mobile traffic is probably the first piece of advice. A uh, very easy way to get fans. Um, the second thing I would suggest is you use your existing social media channels. So your existing Facebook account, your existing Twitter, your existing Instagram, YouTube, whatever you've got. And record a video demoing the app. If the artist is demoing the app themselves, the fans get really excited and they download it. Um, push it on Facebook, push it on Twitter, maybe uh, put some special Instagram there uh, from the app, representing the app, the app's icon, a screenshot, whatever you want to do. But uh, just by using your existing social channels, you can get a lot of traffic and putting that JavaScript on your website. The third thing I would recommend is if you're talking to fans at a gig, you're welcoming them, you're thanking them for coming or whatever you're doing, you can absolutely um, also suggest that they download your app. Uh, just throw it in there, 10 seconds. Whoever's got an iPhone or Android, go to the App Store and get my app. That that sounds cool. So to have the JavaScript on the website that you know suggests people or recommend people to download the app, and the second one is to leverage your uh, online presence on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, whatever you're using. And the th- third one is the, the welcoming experience when someone comes at your gig so they receive the the welcome picture or welcome video, as Michael has said. And, you know, you kind of welcome them and you maybe talk, uh, mention the app and invite them to, to download the app. Sounds really exciting, uh, Michael. And, you know, I hope you guys are you're going to keep up the great work. And if people would like to learn more about you and Mobile Rody, where can they go to? Uh, they can go to mobilerody.com, mm-hmm. uh, learn anything they'd like. And if they'd like to ask me a question, I'm just michael at mobilerody.com. Okay, sounds cool. Michael, thank you so much for being here on the podcast and for telling us a little bit more about Mobile Rody and about apps, what to have in an app, what not to have, how to promote the app and how not to promote an app. I really appreciate it, man. Pleasure. All right, we are back. Michael, thank you so much for the great interview. I had a very nice time talking to you. And thank you for taking us behind the scenes of Mobile Road and telling us more about apps. I'm sure that the listeners have gotten plenty of golden nuggets from this episode. And many of them, I'm pretty sure, are going to start to take action and build their own apps. Okay, guys, so... Today's Thursday, so you know, the second episode of the week, JetSpot that always publishes every Tuesday, every Thursday, and tomorrow it's Friday. So if you're thinking about a nice way to end the week, could be connect with me on Instagram, because now the JetSpot that it's on Instagram, and you can find me at V underscore jazz underscore spotlight so make sure to connect with me i can't wait to see your pictures and videos and connect with you there and share cool visuals with you and really just connect with me on instagram and on twitter if you haven't yet at jazz spotlight let's connect let's talk let's share tips tools pictures let's connect online i want to get to know you if you've been with me before make sure to let me know and also if you haven't yet Hit the subscribe button if you are on iTunes at vjetspotlight.com slash show. If you are there on iTunes, you see all the previous episodes, just press subscribe so that you will get access to all the previous episodes. And as soon as a new episode goes out, you have it right there 
in your smartphone or iPad or computer, depending on when you're listening from. All right, this is all for today. I want to thank you again for being with me and I wish you a great weekend. Take care.